News. It's 11 o'clock, I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. The chief executive heads to Beijing for talks after yesterday's legislative poll. Central authorities issue a night new white paper on the way forward for Hong Kong's democratic development. And officials change the rules on testing, flight bans and quarantine to keep the Omicron COVID variant out. The chief executive Carrie Lam is in Beijing tonight, where she's scheduled to hold discussions with state leaders after yesterday's legislative election. The poll was the first under a new electoral system, under which only those deemed patriots were allowed to participate. Turnout was a little over 30% in geographical seats. Mrs Lam set out what would be on the agenda for her discussions. 2021 uh, is such an important year for Hong Kong, so I would imagine that I will have quite a lot to cover in my uh, full accounts with the leaders, uh, ranging from the political uh, scene, that is the elections that have taken place, to the economic development, that is we are seeing a pretty good economic rebound, especially with a 14-5-year plan. I, I want to express my gratitude to the central authorities for giving us so much support. Meanwhile, in the wake of the LegCo poll, the State Council has published a white paper defending the SAR's democratic progress. Sean Kennedy has details. The white paper said the Communist Party of China, or CPC, had championed what it called whole-process people's democracy in China, and this had laid the groundwork for developing democracy in Hong Kong under the framework of one country, two systems. The Xinhua News Agency said the white paper also noted that anti-China agitators in Hong Kong and the external groups behind them must be held to account for impeding the SAR's progress towards democracy and had prompted the measures needed to return the SAR's democratic process to a sound footing. With what it describes as improvements to the electoral system, the white paper says governance by patriots will be further strengthened here, the rule of law and the business environment will continue to improve, and Hong Kong will become a more harmonious society. New People's Party Chairwoman Regina Ip says she's happy with yesterday's results. Five of her party's six candidates won, including herself. She says the council should no longer be divided into establishment and non-establishment camps, as all members are now patriots. She described turnout as respectable. Such comparisons are irrelevant and meaningless because we have launched a new electoral system. LegCo has been restructured into three compartments, Geographical, Functional and Election Committee. An election committee is not a new invention. We already had election committee representatives in the British era, so we cannot compare with the past system. The voter turnout of 30.2% for a new electoral system is highly respectable and reflects considerable confidence in the new system. The government has announced a series of new measures intended to stop the Omicron coronavirus variant from spreading to the SAR, including a tighter testing requirement for incoming travellers. Jimmy Choi has the details. Under current rules, everyone intending to fly into Hong Kong must show a negative COVID test result obtained within 72 hours of departure. From Christmas Eve, people will have to show a test taken within 48 hours. Meanwhile, the government says an airline's flights into Hong Kong on a particular route will be suspended for two weeks if, within a week, four or more passengers via that route are confirmed with COVID. 
but the administration had eased the requirement for people coming from countries under the most stringent surveillance to spend time in a government quarantine camp. At present, people flying in from places such as the United States must spend a week in the Penny's Bay camp. From Tuesday, that will be cut to four days. From the same day, the requirement will also apply to arrivals from Britain. Weather. The observatory says it will consider issuing the strong wind signal number three if there are signs that local winds overnight will strengthen further. Tropical Cyclone Ray is expected to be closest to Hong Kong around noon tomorrow. The standby signal number one is now in effect. On the latest forecast, it'll be cloudy with occasional rain. Rain will be more frequent tonight and tomorrow morning and will ease off later tomorrow. The weather will be cool with temperatures ranging between 16 and 18 degrees. Fresh north to northeasterly winds, strong offshore and on high ground at first. There will be swells. The outlook, there'll be one or two rain patches in the coming couple of days. Temperatures will rise gradually until Christmas Day when the weather becomes cooler due to stronger winds from the north. Temperature now 16 degrees, humidity 92%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. More now on yesterday's LegCo election. The DAB emerged as the big winner, taking 10 geographical seats and 9 others. Non-establishment candidates were shut out of the directly elected seats, garnering just 90,000 votes, down by about a million from the total received by Pan-Democrats in 2016. Priscilla Ung reports. In Hong Kong Island East, Stanley Ng of the FTU and the DAB's Edward Leung were the winners, while his party mate Chen Hock Fung and New People's Party leader Regina Ip took the seats for the Island West geographical constituency. In Kowloon Central, DAB leader Starry Lee and District Councillor Kitson Yang finished ahead of independent Mandy Tam. The party's Vincent Cheng will represent Kowloon West, along with Scott Leung of Kowloon West New Dynamic, who beat out former lawmaker Frederick Fung. The non-establishment candidate said he did not get enough votes because many people felt indifferent to the LegCo elections. Many people who support democracies won't come out to vote. That creates a situation that I can't get enough voting. In Kowloon East, Bill Tang of the FTU and the DAB's Frankie Ngan beat three others in the biggest contest for seats. In the New Territories, there were wins for the DAB's Holden Chow, Gary Chan, Stanley Lee, Ben Chen and Edward Lau. Roundtables, Michael Teen also got a seat in the NT Northwest constituency, while Dominic Lee of the New People's Party came in ahead of two non-establishment candidates in the Northeast. Gary Zhang of New Prospect for Hong Kong was the other winner in NT North. The FTU's Jofi Chan took the second seat in NT Southwest. At 31, she's a fresh face in Lechko, but says housing should be the priority for all lawmakers. In terms of young people being able to buy houses, this would be one of the primary priority. Connie Lam of Professional Power finished ahead of Daryl Choi, vice chairman of the Saikung District Council in New Territories Southeast. Turnout for the directly elected geographical seats came in at 30.2%, compared to 58.2% in 2016. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, acknowledged the figure is lower, but said the election still garnered wide support. Mrs Lam also said she looked forward to working with the newly elected councillors. I would expect that working with uh, these uh, 90 candidates would continue to be very um, exciting because uh, they also have very different opinions on uh, many, many, many of the social issues that the government has to face. 
Incumbents Felix Cheung and Christopher Cheung were among the big-name losers in the functional constituencies, while Tik Chi Yuan became the only non-establishment candidate to gain a seat in the new LegCo. Kelly Yu reports. Felix Cheung, the leader of the Liberal Party, had represented the textiles and garment sector since 2012. He was upset by Sunny Ten of the Federation of Industries by 172 votes to 82. Certainly I will continue to be the member of the Liberal Party. Of course, because I'm not a legislator, I won't be in the front line anymore. For the defeat is really because of the structure has been changed of my constituency. In a contest for the financial services seat, Christopher Cheung of the Business and Professionals Alliance fell to Robert Lee, chairman of the Hong Kong Securities Association. Mr Lee told RTHK that he believes he won because his sector is looking for change. Especially for small, medium uh, enterprises, uh, small brokerages, I think um, they're facing a lot of challenges. So in the future, we do need to work hard and help bring them along. Take Chi Yun, the chairman of Earth Side, took the social welfare seat. At least I will voice out our request asking for the democracy development in Hong Kong. And we have a different right to oversee the performance of our government. In one of the most competitive functional constituency races, school principal Chu Kuok Kung beat four rifles to become the new voice for education in the chamber. The newly formed medical and health services sector, meanwhile, chose David Lam of Medical Conscience as its representative. Among the other new faces is Kenneth Falk, vice president of the Sports Federation and Hong Kong Olympic Committee in Sports, Performing Arts, Culture and Publication, Duncan Chiu in Technology and Innovation, and Perry Yu in Tourism. Incumbents who were re-elected include Kenneth Lau of the Hung Yi Kok, the commercial sector's Martin Liao, Tommy Cheung in Catering, and Ronick Chen for Finance. Yesterday's election was the first since Beijing made sweeping changes to the electoral system here, expanding LegCo to 90 members, chiefly to accommodate 40 representatives from the election committee. Eleven candidates failed to make the cut, including businessman Alan Zeman. Wendy Wong reports. Priscilla Leung of the Business and Professionals Alliance was the top vote-getter of all candidates with 1,348 votes. She is among nine incumbent lawmakers who were re-elected. Among the new faces with party affiliations are Judy Chan and former Secretary for Security Lai Tong Kwok of the New People's Party. Mr Lai has this to say when asked about the difference between being a minister and a lawmaker. The ultimate aim is to solve the problems faced by the people of Hong Kong. In this connection, there will be no difference between government officials, legislators and the public at large. Other newcomers include eye doctor Dennis Lam, Tan Fei of the Federation of Education Workers and Pastor Peter Kuhn, who's been helping murder suspect Cheng Tong Kai, whose case sparked the extradition bill controversy and subsequently the anti-government protest in 2019. I don't think, you know, the Tong Kai's case will be my first priority. My first priority is about the reconciliation of the, uh, you know, the whole society. Among the winners with a business background include Simon Lee of China Resources Group, CLP Managing Director Chang Xiu Hong, and Wendy Hong of New World Development. Of the 11 candidates who lost include businessman Alan Zeman and former civil servant Mike Rouse. Another loser is former information coordinator Andrew Fong. I did expect that maybe I will fail, but it should be a very little chance. But I have to really uh, sit down and conclude what happened. 
two unionist bus driver Choi Wing Kang and electrician Vincent Du were also defeated. Away from the polls, officials say a developer won't have to demolish more towers at a troubled residential estate above Taiwei MTR station, even though some concrete samples failed strength tests. Priscilla Ung has the details. The building's department says strength test results on a very small portion of concrete samples from two towers in the Pavilion Farm development in Taiwai have come back at levels that would not have been approved. New World Development announced the testing in July when it revealed it was demolishing and rebuilding two other towers in phase three of the project after they failed strength tests. The government says Towers 2 and 3 of Phase 1 show no obvious structural danger, even though about 5% of samples failed the test. It says it's approved strengthening work proposed by the contractors. New World Development said a few homes are affected by the latest findings and it will be in touch with the buyers. Health officials reported seven new imported COVID-19 cases today. They said six of the cases involved mutant strains. Elsewhere, European stock markets have fallen as investors fear further coronavirus restrictions. Here's the BBC's Theo Leggett. Investors are clearly rattled. Several European countries have already introduced new restrictions in the face of the Omicron outbreak. The Netherlands has closed non-essential stores, bars and restaurants, while Germany has banned travellers from a number of different countries, including Denmark and France. The concern is that further curbs on travel and daily life will be brought in, with a significant impact on businesses. In sport, English Premier League football teams are meeting today to discuss the way forward after a series of postponements at the weekend. In the last two days, six out of ten matches were called off because of Covid outbreaks among players and staff. Yesterday, Chelsea drew nil-nil with Wolves after their request for a Covid postponement was rejected. Manager Thomas Tuchel said they were a bit angry with the decision. Our situation is not safe and we are talking about protection of the player in the safe environment and it's not safe. I would be not surprised if the next test show up and we have another positive because, like I said, we have four days consecutive positive tests. How should it stop if we sit in the bus, if we have dinners and, 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 and uh, we just uh, stay together like nothing happened? Hopefully it does stop and um, yeah, okay, we hope for the best. In cricket, Australia are 2-0 up in the Ashes series after beating England by 275 runs in Adelaide. Joss Butler hit a dogged 26 to try to stave off the inevitable before he clipped his own stump to end the tourist resistance. Jay Richardson was the pick of Australia's bowlers, taking 5 for 42 as the tourists were bowled out for 192. He was asked whether it was a dream return from his lengthy shoulder injury. More of a relief than anything, um, especially after the first innings, having a bit of a tough time of it. Um, out there to come out again and most importantly get the win. Um, it's nice to make a contribution as well, but there's no better feeling than a test win. A reminder of our top stories. The chief executive heads to Beijing for talks after yesterday's legislative poll. Central authorities issue a new white paper on the way forward for Hong Kong's democratic development. And officials change the rules on testing, flight bans and quarantine to keep the Omicron COVID variant out. The news from RTHK. Radio 3 You had not have fallen But I would not have found you Angel flying too close To the ground And I patched up your broken way 
Somebody Nelson's angel flying too close to the ground. I like Always On My Mind, which was a good hit from him as well. And Elvis, of course, he had a good hit. He also teamed up with Julio Iglesias. Do you remember this song, To All The Girls I've Loved Before? You know, back in the days when that was in the charts, I used to work in discos, and all these guys would come up and say, oh, can you play me this song? And they sort of say it like they was uh, on a conquest mission or something. I always found the song very strange, but anyway, who am I? How you doing? Thanks for 